compassion, learn it now, but use it forever. Welcome to the In The Loop podcast with Circle. My name is Valerie Cortez, and I'm a graduate student at UW and the ambassador coordinator for Circle, also known as the Center for International Relations and Cultural Leadership Exchange. This week, we're discussing mental health and self-care during this challenging and unprecedented time with Dr. Gatika Talwar and Dr. Dari Magyar. On behalf of Circle, uh, I want to uh, welcome and thank you both for joining us today to discuss mental health. For some students, it's not an easy topic to discuss, but given our current situation, it is definitely important to understand our feelings and emotions during this time. Um, but I would first like to, you, uh, to start off by maybe introducing yourselves, um, if possible. Yeah, I'm Gitika, and I am a community clinical psychologist over at Hall Health, and I am a former international student myself. And I'm Dari Magyar. Uh, I'm a, a psychiatrist, also at Hall Health. Um, okay, thank you so much. Uh, so I wanted to start off the discussion uh, surrounding mental health during this time by asking, maybe you know, given that as humans we're used to a normal routine and this is kind of an abnormal routine where we can't really interact and function like we're accustomed. Um, what are some thoughts and feelings that we may encounter right now that are normal considering the circumstances, you know, such as depression and anxiety? I think um, to start off with, it can just be really confusing and overwhelming. Uh, I think speaking for myself, I know it's been disorienting. Sometimes it's hard to tell when time begins. Um, you know, when we joke about what is a schedule because everything has gone for a toss. So I think just some amount of confusion and also uh, persistent uh, worrying because there's just so much going on all the time. Uh, and we are home because of, a, because of a pandemic. So it's hard to forget uh, that there's persistent danger. So I think some amount of persistent worry, hopelessness sometimes, uh, those are common feelings that folks do share. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just add on that uh, this is really unprecedented um, and really has just upended uh, the world. And I feel like a variety of responses are quote normal uh, in the face of a crisis like this, in the face of uh, this pandemic, um, you know, uh, some people feel more, you know, down and sad. Other people are going to feel more anxious and, um, a variety of emotions are, I think, within the realm of what's considered, um, uh, you know, an appropriate response to this. Some people shut down or feel numb. Um, you know, it's, it's a really scary time. And I think it brings up a lot of fear, anxiety, uh, Githika had mentioned um, hopelessness and I, I want to say helplessness um, and grief and it's um, it's a lot a lot to handle right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I also um, sorry for interrupting but I also realized you know as we were both talking that I also want to definitely mention the that for some people there is also some uh, relief that comes from being able to be home. Uh, you know, to be inside, to be indoors and to have so much of the pressure to go out taken off mm -hmm. of them. I mean, you know, like the campus has gone online. 
so i think uh, it has provided more and more people uh, some form of uh, relief so alongside all the anxiety hopelessness and helplessness uh, it's also normal to feel some level of uh, yeah like i'm i'm at home i'm i'm on a holiday Uh, mm-hmm. you know it can feel like that sometimes too mm-hmm. so it is sometimes it's disorienting also because of that because you're watching zoom mm-hmm. and things are busy and then you are also feeling like yeah but this is you know whatever so uh just wanted to also acknowledge that you know if you're feeling like that uh, please don't judge yourself as uh, everyone's yeah. worried and why am i not yeah. uh, it's quite common some people also experiencing that yeah i mean when you mentioned that i also thought of like uh even going out right now is kind of stressful because you're worried about, you know, getting sick or getting, you know, being around other people. So, you know, not be, being outside right now isn't necessarily the best anyway because you're still worried about when you go grocery shopping, you know, going somewhere where someone else may have been sick and then you're going to get sick yourself. So, that's also totally. definitely a thing. Um so, um since uh I know you uh both of you mentioned uh feelings like, you know, depression and anxiety, um Uh, what are some ways that we can cope with these emotions like what are any some daily habits that we can uh you know put into our routine or ways that we can provide ourselves with self care that either of you recommend i think for me personally one of the things i struggle with is uh the lack of routine um that's a big thing and structure and also uh you know leaving and going to work every day and instead now i'm working primarily uh from home which has been difficult and certainly an adjustment um but i've really tried to you know uh keep to a routine as much as possible um and in some ways it 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 doesn't i mean you can't normalize this situation but it does it does help um because i think when I I a lot of people need some sort of structure and then when that's lost people are just like oh my gosh I don't even know what to do and then it's hard to do anything and you're just like spinning in place um amongst all these emotions as well and um that can be difficult so I think uh trying to maintain a routine um even if it's different than what it was before uh can be can be helpful like that could be um kind of getting up at the same time every day and and even though you're not necessarily going to be leaving the house to go to work or school or anything like that um uh going about your morning just as though you were so whether that's eating breakfast and then taking a shower and getting dressed like you were going to leave um that can be helpful as well so that's one thing yeah and sort of you know related to what Derry was saying as well that uh finding what are those natural anchors in your schedule that you can sort of drill in place uh like sometimes people say i should do xyz and i i am allergic to the word should i am like you know the more you say it, the more you'll be like mad at yourself so it's like okay what is happening naturally to begin with okay i have classes you know the classes are taking place at a certain time allow that to be something that you definitely do even if they are pre-recorded lectures and you can see any time allow the lecture time to be something that you treat as sacred and uh, yeah you know like derry was saying even though you're home shower or, you know dress up the way you would like some some of us joke about how we wear these fancy shirts and then wear pajamas below great like let that be the thing you laugh at but 
do it. And sometimes I've noticed like, even if I'm at home, I, I put on makeup because I'm just like, okay. Also because I don't have to worry about meeting anyone. So I'm like, I, I can experiment. So, you know, like do that, treat it like you're going outside. Uh, so I have those natural anchors for some people. It might even be putting alarms on their phone that remind them to wash your hands. So, okay. So if you're I'm anyway getting up to wash my hands, I'm also going to drink water. I usually uh, have lunch at a certain time. I'm going to continue to do that. And it, sometimes people have been actually talking about how they're not as hungry, which I, I don't know, Derry. I mean, are you noticing that as well? That sometimes people are saying that they're not as hungry as they usually are? Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like every, that is amongst uh, the many things that people are saying. I just feel like it's all across the board. Um, some people are saying they're not as hungry. Some people are saying, oh my gosh, I feel like I could just eat all the time. <laughs> so, totally. Yeah, because I've been curious about also, you know, about ways that people could have like a small anchor in their schedule for eat your meal, like don't wait to suddenly mm-hmm. like, why am I so tired? And then you realize, oh, yeah, I forgot to eat. I can't relate to that feeling. But you know, I mean, like I can eat all the time. But yeah, like sometimes people are forgetting to eat. So what is a casual thing you can put in your calendar to like, hey, you know, think about eating. So natural anchors is definitely one thing that I've been encouraging people to look for in their schedule and sort of put them I think there. kind of dovetailing on that, um, this kind of, I think fills a bunch of different things, but uh, this could help with um, uh, kind of giving some structure to your day uh, and maintaining connection. But what I've actually found helpful is to sometimes for People who, let's say, are, I mean, a lot of your time is going to be spent studying, right? If it's not listening to a lecture, it's going to be studying. And, and a lot of people are having difficulty uh, studying in their apartment or house or wherever they are right now. Um, and uh, if you have a friend or even just a classmate, some actually setting up even a Zoom like study session with one person or several people and, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and saying, okay, from one o'clock to four o'clock, we're going to have our study session. And just like you were in a coffee shop, right? Like you're going to chat for a little while, get back to studying. It gives you, you feel like you're not alone, which you're not. And in the midst of all of this, right, we're, we're all in- incredibly isolated um, to varying degrees, but we are isolated. And despite feeling maybe lonely or, you know, alone, uh, we are still connected. And so I think it is important to maintain and foster and even potentially deepen some of these connections that you have. And one way can be, you know, um, virtually. So whether it's a study session or, um, uh, and then even just scheduling like coffee, a coffee date on Zoom with somebody um, can also at a particular time, you know, that means like, okay, I have to get up, right? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. So that can, that can be also helpful. Yeah. Um, our earlier, one of our earlier podcasts, um, someone mentioned uh, Minecraft. Someone's making mine, like a UW campus. I've never used Minecraft, but I even considered it after that because I was like, it'd be cool to see it digitally and see how they're creating a campus uh, through like a game. So, you know, I guess that could also be another way to maintain connection in a way I never thought I would consider doing until now. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Those are very good tips. Thank you. Um, so that being said, uh, are there any resources available through UW that you would recommend uh, that students check out um, that they should approach if they're still like having difficulty or if they want to reach out to someone, you know, to talk about 
what they're going through? Well, I will just start off by saying Hall Health, the mental health clinic is still open. Um, we are doing everything uh, virtually. So it's through a uh, HIPAA compliant uh, secure platform of Zoom. And so we, the therapist and psych psychiatric providers are still here. We're happy to, you know, check in with people, see people. Um, um, so that's, that's one resource for sure. Um, and then I'm just thinking, uh, I know it's um, the whole, the whole you. Uh, oh yeah. It has a, I think Monday through Saturday, they have uh, several classes each day um, uh, at different times. So Zumba, um, yoga, all sorts of things uh, for free to the UW community, which is pretty neat. Yeah, and uh, also like uh, along with Hall Health, and this is an official way of actually putting this on the record that there, there are two mental health clinics on campus. There is Hall Health and there is the Student Counseling Center. And the Student Counseling Center is also available for sessions. So sometimes people assume that if they've contacted Hall Health and they haven't heard back, that they have collectively not heard back from Student Counseling Center plus Hall Health, but they are actually two different clinics. So definitely, you know, all of us are doing uh, like virtual meetings. Uh, so mental health wise, there are resources and hold you like Derry was mentioning. And in fact, uh, Derry was it today that we got that email also. Hub has a bunch of virtual yeah. uh, options as well, like the Hub website itself. I think has like an events calendar that they are running and that events calendar can help you see a bunch of different offerings uh, through places that do any kind of programming at the hub or the hub, you know, might have connections to other places on campus. So they have actually been in, in, uh, encouraging other programs on campus to send them their events so that the hub could keep maintaining a calendar on its website. So the central well-being website on the UW website, uh, you know, is part of the UW website, the hub website, that's a part of the UW website, checking all of those websites out, because all of us who are around throughout the year, we are on campus, um, mm -hmm. and we, uh, you know, are now just working virtually. So we will continue to serve students through virtual options. So if there were people you used to meet before, shoot them an email, ask them, mm -hmm. like, how do I get in touch with you? Um, yeah. And they will tell you away. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I think um, I have heard some of the, about, about these resources. I think even the IMA, I don't know if it's with the whole you as well, but I think I've gotten emails about Zumba classes as well. So there's definitely yeah. ways, like you said, to connect to different parts of campus just in a different way. I mean, that's why this podcast was set up as well. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. And um, I just want to also actually go back to your prior, one of your prior questions about um, uh, ways for people how to cope with this um, uh, right now. And I, I just want to add in like self-compassion because uh, I feel like from what I've heard from a lot of students that I've, I've worked with and actually just a lot of people in general is you know, I shouldn't be reacting this way, or I, I should be doing this, or I should be using my time uh, doing X, Y, Z, and wh what's wrong with me? And, and, and I guess, you know, I just want people to try to give themselves a little bit of grace in the midst of this and work on 
having a little bit of self-compassion um, towards themselves. It's not easy, um, but it's, I think, extremely important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. As someone who's graduating this, uh, this like this is my graduating quarter, I'm trying to remind myself of that because it's kind of hard to balance like what you have to do versus, you know, understanding this is a time that no one's really experienced until now. And so everything's brand new and trying to figure out how to deal with all of it is, is something that it, I think it's a day by day mm -hmm. um, a sort of approach versus, you know, a bigger picture um, is might, might be easier to do, to digest, I think, in yeah. my opinion. Um, and also like the amount of information that keeps coming in, uh, it's mm -hmm. very easy to get, you know, really overwhelmed by that information. But the pandemic is also such a such an opportunity to sit back and reflect on a few things that the rest of the time you're able to distract yourself and ignore it. But you know, like uh, Derry was saying about self compassion, mm -hmm. this is such an ideal time to learn it. Also, because a lot of things are pushing you to sit back and do that. So this is such a great time to pick up those self. A compassion skills because you have the opportunity and if you can't cut yourself slack during a pandemic you need to ask yourself <laughs> like what kind of values are you you know continuing to imbibe because mm -hmm. this is a pandemic like sometimes when clients say but you know this is such an ideal time for me to finish so and so I'm at home I'm like ideal time yeah except for the pandemic yeah ideal time <laughs> <laughs> so you know so I think absolutely like cut yourself some slack and uh, a lot of folks who have been working with, interestingly, uh, who have struggled with mental illness for a long time or mental health concerns for a long time. I've had my own struggles with anxiety uh, and all of that. And it's been so interesting to notice that the skills people picked up over time are serving them so well during this pandemic right now. Like for like my husband sometimes jokes about how for people who've been in therapy for a long time, this is your Olympics. You know, this is what you've been training, training for. Like, yeah, I know how to do this. I've practiced my skills and, you know, now I'm going to use them. This is a great time to use those skills. This is a great time to notice, like, what are the things that really served you in this time? Put those on a post-it so that you can remember your learnings from this time. Clients of mine who've discovered, you know what, when the sun is nice, if I allow myself to take a walk, I feel great. But the pandemic is what it took you to have that insight. Fine, we'll take it. Can you integrate that in your life for the rest of your life? You know, whatever you learn right now, how do you integrate that? So the compassion, learn it now, but use it forever. So I definitely would like to invite people to like, use this time to like pick up those skills, you know, instead of like, like yeah, graduation, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I hope you get all the support you need for that. And uh, absolutely be gracious with yourself yeah. uh, while you do it. I think that's a good uh, way to transition into thinking about even moving forward when things do get better, what to take away and what to learn from this moment versus just making it uh, such a like, like depressing or negative time, but really moving it forward to like, what did I learn about myself within this time that I had to be, you know, um, doing classes online and not really being able to go outside. Um, right. So, yeah. Um, so here at Circle, since we both, uh, both work with international and domestic students, um, some of our um, uh, students have gone home to their home countries. And so we're just wondering what are ways that they can still connect uh, to either Hall Health or other uh, campus 
uh, entities, um, you know, even while they're far away in different time zones? Um, they, uh, so because of the way Hall Health functions, um, sometimes there are restrictions on whether we can see somebody out of state. And at the same time, if people have been existing clients or, you know, uh, it's difficult to get help, reach out to Hall Health. Like uh, if you can't call, then uh, I, I, do you have some kind of show notes for this podcast? Yes, yeah, I'm... we will uh, put some more information if you want. We, you can send me an email with the information. In yeah, so I think ways to get in touch so that you could also get some guidance around how to get mental health care where you are, just because people are so far away. And I'll probably check that same with the Student Counseling Center as well. How are folks supporting people who might be overseas at this time? Sometimes it could be by giving you information about best ways to get care locally. A lot of folks from, I'm, I'm a major consumer of social media and it sounds like telehealth is something that a lot of different mental health providers across the world are using. So uh, it is a good time to actually reach out to a therapist. And in fact, if there was a therapist in a town that was really far away for you, you can now see them quite easily over Zoom. So we are happy to help people connect to local resources by giving them tips on how to uh, interview a therapist and things like that. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, there's also all those uh, virtual offerings that we have here uh, at on the UW website. People can continue to offer, use those. And I think the the thing with as an international student also, I think when you're trying to stay connected to UW and the time zone differences itself are so overwhelming. I invite you to actually see if you'd like to exchange video notes and audio notes with people so you can have like monologue kind of conversation. So it's not a synchronous um, mm -hmm. tele conversation, but it's more a monologue. But exchange that with your friends. And if the if you know your class time in UW allows you to you know just take the lecture notes at a later time follow the same schedule but watch the lectures in your time instead of trying to wake up at like four in the morning and trying to like groggily get through it so i think being on an american time zone while being somewhere else can get a little more disorienting than it's worth so definitely uh, you know using zoom to stay connected to your friends and if you can do that in daytime great Otherwise, uh, you know, like Derry was suggesting earlier, setting up like some kind of study dates or something with your friends and doing that so you can continue to take advantage of the study circle without, uh, without missing out as much. So that was something I thought of. Yeah. When you mentioned um, earlier, I think I, like the first thing that came to mind was like voice memos because those ones are ones that you don't have to be necessarily in the same time zone like someone can click on it and listen to what you have to say without having to you send something right back um, right and that kind of helps alleviate I think some of the time zone differences absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, well I want to thank you both for coming to talk to us um, really appreciate it um, yeah, those are thank all you for time. having us. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Again, Circle would like to thank Dr. Gatika and Dr. Dari for their great tips and advice. If you have any questions about the episode or want to find out more about these resources, instructions on how to contact each of these offices will be provided in the show notes. 
Thank you for listening. Next week, don't forget to tune in to our episode about navigating the job search virtually. See you next time.